Hey everyone, just a quick intro to episode 20. There are two parts. So the first part is about an hour. It's going to end a little abruptly. Uh, so do not fret. Part two will be coming pretty soon. Thanks. been a minute gave y'all a break it's been uh since of april actually damn how much has happened since april nothing (laughs) absolutely nothing straight up bore um when was the last time you taken like a vacation Uh, I didn't because I got laid off for, but when was the last time you actually went somewhere and on a vacation? Like you left your, you left San Antonio, not the ranch. The last time I went to a vacation, (laughs) shit, uh, man, I think Costa Rica. What year was that? What year is this? 2014? Okay, so today is September. Today's October the second. Is it the second? It's Sunday, right? Yeah, yeah it's today's Sunday. October the second. Twenty 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 two fourteen six. That was eight years ago. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. I, I, yeah, that's the, the last time I went anywhere. Did y'all go on vacations when you were a kid? Yeah. Um, let me see. We went to. We would go to Austin, Houston, Dallas. Uh, we went to Astroworld, Hanna-Barbera Land. Where the hell is Hanna-Barbera Land? It was in Houston. It only lasted for like four years, I, I believe. Where was that at? Uh, somewhere off 45. But I didn't, I didn't even know what it was, but we went, and it was like um, Scooby-Doo, Flintstone, everything Hanna-Barbera. And they sold little like rubber figurines that you could buy. And there was, I remember there was one, there was one big building that you would go in and it looked like animators were working. <laughs> and, oh, uh, like they were drawing the yeah. stuff? And, um, cause this was, this was like 84, 83. And they, they had me and my brother and sister. I don't think our cousins were with us, but they had us go and stand in front of a green skin screen and we had to run. Cool. And then, um, after so many minutes, you'd go out into the main lobby and on the, on the wall, it showed the Scooby <laughs> Scooby Doo gang running, and you're running. You're with running them. with them. That's cool for that long. But ago? I was like, why didn't they give us a tape of that or something? But and for that, that would that that's probably because if it was that early, the tapes weren't available that that early. Oh, okay. I mean, they were, but they were thousands of dollars. That's where uh, people. That's when VCRs first came out. When that's when. That's why everybody started with renting videos because they were too mm-hmm. much. They were so much, so those companies would buy sense. them, and they uh, would make their money back like in a month. You know what I mean? Then um, my mom would take us on educational trips. Like, <laughs> I remember we went to go visit the Capitol in Austin. We went to a bunch of like historic buildings. Uh, one year we went to go see Lady Bird Johnson's house, which I was like, 
fuck, Lady Bird Johnson. I don't even you know, know who that is. Now that you say that, yes, now we went somewhere every year in the summer. Yeah, we. My mom did that with us for two weeks. My dad would get a vacation, and we would go somewhere, and we would drive. We would drive all over the country, but it was never to like. It was never we, to a fun place. It wasn't like we went to Disneyland. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't. I didn't leave the. I didn't leave the state until Lucent when I got out of high school. My dad took us to Disney World once when we were four, and Epcot Center hadn't even been built yet. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, I know. Um, my aunt. They would go out of the state, and they took my brother to Universal Studios, and they got to walk uh-huh. through like the replica alien spaceship. Right. Um, you know what's funny? You say that now, now I'm thinking about it. My grandparents would do all that. Like what? they would leave us at home. Like my grandpa Doria and my grandma Doria, like they would go do cool things, and then they would just bring the tape back of what <laughs> like they did. Pictures. Yeah, they would bring like from they went to Universal. You would have loved this. Yeah, you would have loved this, Mark. And they would have the video. They would buy the video cassette of what oh, happens okay, at okay. Universal Studios. They're like, well, it's like you're there. It's like, yeah, but we, yeah, yeah, that's weird. Now that I think about it. They always went. It could have been because my mother never let me go. I'm sure if my mother would have let me go with them, they would have taken me everywhere. But my mother never wanted me to be away from my brother. Like I remember the one that I do remember that I was just like, this is crazy. We went to go see um, the collection of, of uh, artifacts and mummies from the Ramses collection in Dallas. Oh, yeah. And that was amazing. That was a big deal. Yeah. it was. I remember it was on the news and I came back and... I think that was probably one of the first times that it was ever like it was ever like and showed around this the part world, of the world. Yeah, yeah. We, I remember we went to that, and it's, I mean, it was like we were standing at the base of this <clears throat> giant thing that somehow they got into the room. It was huge, and then they actually had gold cuffs, and they showed everything that they wore, and the actual mummies. Um, and then I, I mean, we did other things like it wasn't always educational. I mean, we did like we rented a house in Brownsville. Was it Brownsville? Or South Padre, one of them. Why would you rent a house in Browns? It had to have been South Padre. Unless it was cheaper. Cause it was near the beach, so it's South like Padre, right? But it's not like Browns was that far away from South Padre. But I remember we went, we crossed over into Mexico. And then they had those like little baby chicks <laughs> that they were like different colors. Yeah, they would like, paint them. I was like, Mom, let's buy one. And she's yeah. like, we can't take it back to America. And I was like, why not? I'll stick it in my pocket. And she was back like, then, folks, they just fucking spray painted little animals, little chicks yeah. and sell them for Easter. Uh, but yeah, I mean, then it got, uh, like after my brother was gone and my sister was gone, my aunt that would go out of the state would go to, she'd be like, I'm going to Galveston or I'm going to Corpus. You want to go? And I'd be like, yeah. And so we'd hang out and they were a little more freer with us. You never left Texas until you worked for Lucent? Yeah. And then the first place I went by myself was, uh, St. Louis. Oh, I got to talk about St. Louis. The reason I bring this up is because this is the first year in a long time that I took my kids on a, on a, vac- on a summer vacation. We had a really great time. But when I was a kid, yeah, we went, we always drove, we always went somewhere, and it was always educational because my dad, Willie, had been all over the world, and he wanted to show us stuff. So, so we, went to, we went to Washington, D.C. <laughs> we went to Mount Rushmore. We went uh-huh. to the Air Force Academy. We went to Yellowstone Park. Uh, we went to Gettysburg, you know, we went to places like that. I, I think that like now when I go on trips, even with like friends, they're like, we're renting jet skis. And I'm like, now nah, I want to go check out this museum. Or I want to go. That's look how at, I am. <laughs> I want to go look That's at this, how I am. Yeah. This historic thing. 
unfortunately, most people I go with are like, I just want to go lay on the beach. I'm like, no. Cause or, I don't. or, yeah, they're like, we're going to go tour this brewery. And I'm like, I don't care. I was like, you know what? I don't know if when I'm going to be here again. So I want to see things that I want to see what they got to offer as far as the history and the culture of this city. Yeah. I mean, now I don't. I haven't really gone anywhere out of state in a while. Well, like in America. Yeah. But, I mean, I went to Jamaica and Costa Rica and Cozumel. I've only been to Mexico and to Canada. Grand Cayman's, Hawaii. I, oh, you know what? I did go to New Orleans. Oh, I used to go to New Orleans a lot. I forgot about that. Right after high school. Did you ever go during Mardi Gras? Uh, yes. I was... I did it once, and I was like, I'm never doing that again. That's way too many people. Was it you that told me that one? I think it was you that told me. They're like, you told me, like, it's it was, like, just nuts. So, like, you go down there, just naked people in the streets during Mardi Gras. Yeah, there was, like, <laughs> but this was pre, pre, right, uh, pre-Katrina. Katrina. Right? Yeah, it's never going to be that way again. And it was, like, people sitting in vomit and <laughs> shit and piss. And these are the tourists. <laughs> and then... Um, I went. I had to. I had to go to the bathroom, and I, I went down this alley, and I, and I had heard do not go down alleys, but I was like, I need to go to the bathroom, so I just went in this alley, and then this other guy came up uh, behind me, and he went a little bit further down, and he started peeing, and then I mean I wasn't paying attention to him, I was just trying to keep an eye on what's around me, and then I happened to look because it got quiet, and then he's down there, and there's some dude blowing him, and I was all all right. <laughs> <laughs> Happy Mardi Gras, guys. <laughs> Show me your boobs. <laughs> um, yeah, we went to New Orleans when, I, when we were kids. I, all I remember, the first time I went to New Orleans with my dad, I remember the cemeteries, and I remember mud wrestling. They still had mud wrestling arenas. Oh, wow. I've never seen their sign. It said mud wrestling. This was, and this was in New Orleans proper, like in the city. <laughs> I remember we went to the Valley when I was with Lucent. And they were like, there's a donkey show. And I'm like, I'm going to the donkey show. I've never been to and everybody. Either. Everybody I worked with was like, they were like, Larry. Larry was like, I'll go. Let's go. And they were like, why do you want to fucking see that? I'm like, you can't tell me there's a sh- that show is here <laughs> and me not go. I'm going to go. And then we went and they were all at the, the hookers and shit. That's obviously a mule. Donkey. <laughs> um. That was the best donkey I ever fucked. <laughs> um, so, yeah, this year, you know, but, I mean, it, it was good because what was cool about it was when we would learn stuff in school, I would be like, hey, I've been there. Mm. We'd also go to baseball stadiums. Like, we'd been in Boston. I mean, I've been to a lot of the baseball stadiums in the United States. When I, when I came back from a few places, I was, like, talking about it to my teacher, not my friends. All right. Because my friends were like, fucking nerd. And then a few teachers were like, why don't you do like a presentation to the class? And I was like, no. And they were like, you should do, you should do a presentation to the class. And I was like, I'm going to be such a fucking laughing stock if I do this. I only did it once. And I was like, I'm never telling my <laughs> teachers again where I went. I made the mistake of telling the class one time that my sister, my stepsister was born in Africa, which she was. Uh huh. And they're like, "Oh, your sister's an African." I was like, "Well, yeah, you're right." Your sister, but that's not what they meant. My stepsister Clara, my dad Willie's daughter. Oh, okay, okay. He has two kids. He has a daughter and a son. Okay, okay. But they're way older, of course. They're like she's, <laughs> oof, she's uh, Clara's like two. The Clara's like two years younger than my mother. <laughs> we used to just lie about our families. 
So uh, yeah, that didn't go down well, and I had and then Michael's I, I, in the he's in the Mexican mafia. <laughs> I used to talk about where we went so much. Like one of my teachers was like, she's like, oh, if you were older, if you were my age, I would certainly date you. And that was the end of my career at that point. It was a, it was sixth Wait. grade. Yeah, she was like. Cause I was, oh cause I was, cause I was the only one that talked. Like when she would ask questions, any of my, I, you know, I was a dork. Any of the questions they asked, oh, okay, I would talk okay. about. It's like because I knew about it. I had either been there, or I read a lot. I knew about these things. People used to hate me in seventh grade history because my teacher would play trivia pursuit. Anytime we did anything with trivia, I would always win. And they're oh. like, "How the fuck do you know all this?" I'm like, "I don't know. Read a fucking book." This is when I was like 12 years old. So people just hated me when I used to do that. And one time the teacher, I forgot, we talked about, I was talking to her, but you know, I was, this was like, this was coming slowly after a while. Like I always talked, I was telling her about my sister. She was born in Africa. My stepsister was born in Africa. She was born in Tripoli when my dad Mark, was stationed. You are riding those coattails. <laughs> and that's when she's like in front of everybody like, oh, she, she was, she was, I feel sorry for her. They used to put laxatives in her coffee. Um, she's like, She's like, you know what? If you were, you know, if you were an older, if you were older, you'd be somebody that, that I was that I would thirty be years younger. Yeah, if I was ninety years younger, and that didn't go down well, and it it took the rest of the year to, I think it, I think the only, the only way they forgot about me. Oh, from, she said that in front of kids. She said it in front of the whole class. Oh God. Yeah, not by myself. That's um, a death warrant. <clears throat> the only reason they forgot about me is because she showed the movie. The Island of the Blue Dolphins. And I forget, there's one part in there where they like shoot this dog with the arrows. Yeah. And everybody in the class laughed and she started crying and got mad at everybody. <laughs> <laughs> so that was the only time. That, I do. This was sixth grade. This was when I was 11 years old. I still remember that, this. <laughs> you don't remember when high school, we had to, our parents had to sign a waiver for us to watch the. Um, to watch what? The videos of the Holocaust afterwards, like when they went in there to clean it out. Oh, they would have never showed that to us. Um, and it was, I mean, it was pretty graphic and ex- explicit in what they were showing. Like, they were like, this is a lampshade made out of human skin, and this is a, a painting that they painted on. They stretched human skin across this, and they painted Maybe on your it. school was more progressive, because you know, they would have never <coughs> showed that to us, but then, you know, but then kids would play Faces of Death in class. They would bring the tape. Oh, well, well remember, <laughs> we were watching it, and it, it was, like, dead silent. And then there was, like, this is really insensitive, and I don't care. It was 1994 when it, they showed, like, a soldier dragging a naked woman that was dead mm-hmm. by her ankles mm-hmm. over his shoulder, and, like, her head was just dragging along the ground. Mm-hmm. This, this just reminded me of that when you said that, that they were laughing. It's because one of my friends was like, hey, you're getting her hair dirty. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Everybody died laughing. <laughs> uh, the Holocaust is always good for a couple of laughs. Ah, San Antonio people. Um, so anyways, um, yeah, this is the first year. We had, we, we had a really good vacation. Um, we did a road trip. My cousin road trip. that I grew up with, um, he moved to Michigan. He moved to the very north of Michigan, so we made a road trip out of it. We drove from here to St. Louis. Stayed a few nights in St. Louis. Then we went to Chicago. Stayed about four days in Chicago. Mm-hmm. And then we stayed four days in Michigan. And then another co- another couple of days in Chicago. Another couple of days in St. Louis. Then we came home. St. Louis. I had I had been to the airport in St. Louis. That's the only place. And that's because when we, we were on a summer vacation one year with another family from the neighborhood. And my grandfather got real sick. My mom's dad. And he got real sick that she, we had to go to the airport. And my dad had to buy her a ticket to fly back to San Antonio. 
because he was dying. So I've been to the airport, but I don't remember anything of it. Um, but this this time it was very nice. Of course, we went to the arch and we went to every, everything's downtown. The baseball park's right there by the arch. Uh, Seth finally he he saw one of my pictures. He's like, man, you should hit me up. I, I grew up there. I said I lived there 18 years. Oh, uh, okay. Seth, right? Yeah. And I was like, well, tell me a good barbecue <clears throat> place. Um, the only thing, <laughs> the only thing that was weird. It's it's one of those cities where you can visibly see the lines of the haves and have-nots. Oh, yeah. Um, so there's, a, I guess it's Washington University there. And the reason I went okay. there, and they have like this university village, and there's like this strip, kind of like Waterloop used to be in all UT, right? This is much nicer. Was it Grand Street? Uh, I don't, it might have been. Oh. Or it started with a V. Oh, never mind. Um, but we went there because there was a place, Sophia, I don't know what it is. She loves root beer floats. And we found, we were looking, we were, they were watching YouTube's videos about every place we went. And they saw this one place called Fitz. They were famous for floats. And they had all they make their own soda. They, they oh, have okay. all kinds of different flavor sodas. So they wanted to go there. So that's why we went there. And also, th and also there was a cathedral that we wanted to see there. Like a, it was, it's, it's an actual cathedral and there's a cardinal anyways. So we go down there in the morning, and it's still kind of early. We were gonna go have lunch, I think, but it was still kind of early, and it it's kind of like it was kind of like it was Sunday morning. It's kind of one of the you know those Sunday mornings you wake up and like there's like nobody around. It's still early. Everybody's crazy from Saturday night. Yeah. So we're just driving down the street trying to get to the street, and this is not really. It's like a it's like part. It's like a very old neighborhood, but on the other side of the street, it's like almost the ghetto. It's it's a weird mix of inner city and college town like a weird mix so we're driving oh, okay. and there's like nobody on the road every once in a while we like we'll see somebody and then out of nowhere we see a car like crashed into a house <laughs> and it's just crashed into the house like there's no <laughs> cops anywhere around there you know yeah. what i mean like it's like no man's land we're like oh that's kind of weird was, was that east st louis i would say north st louis like kind of oh, north okay. Well, it could have, because no, it's like kind of like West St. Louis. So I, I would, I would say, okay. it was where Washington University is, kind of by the zoo. There's a big park, and there's the zoo. It was on the other side of that. Anyway, I can, I can like draw you what I remember from St. Louis. I don't remember what the I remember Grand Street and St. Charles Rock and Olive Street because those are streets I worked on. But <laughs> so we keep driving, and there's another car crashed into a house no in the middle oh, of the street like okay. crashed abandoned yeah nobody around like it's not just a like a little fender better like the car's fucked up like the whole front end's all fucked up it, it almost i was like are we in the middle like did we just miss a riot or something and then we drive a little bit longer and there's another fucking car all crashed abandoned in the middle why of the road. did you drive further into because <laughs> we're trying to get to where we're going because that's mind you this is like i said this was like a weird hybrid of like inner city and, and still on one side is like the college that, town. Like it's all the dorms where people were not even dorms. It was there were like houses where you could tell like these were like where the kids lived. Yeah. And I was like, what the fuck is going on here? And then we get over there and everybody's over there and then like nothing. We get to the place where we're going like nothing. They had a really good record store called Vintage Vintage Vinyl that uh that Jay had on this. The one I remember I showed you. That Jay had on a speaker no. when we went to go see Dinosaur oh, Jr. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I go, that's that place in St. Louis. 
Uh, so that was weird. Chicago, uh, but it was really nice. I mean, either way, it was still nice. We had a really good time there. What, St. Uh, Louis? St. Louis. Oh, okay. The zoo was amazing. It was free to get in. You just had to pay for parking. It was a nice zoo. It was bigger than San Antonio. It was free to get in. Yeah, San Antonio was pretty easy to blow away. Um, Chicago, amazing. I hadn't been there since I was a kid. The girls loved it. Sophia wants to go to college there. Um, and Chica- in Chicago? In Chicago. Okay. Um, I had me this as a kid, and I, for, I, for, I forget that it's the third largest city in the United States for a reason. It's like just, a, I mean, Chicago proper is just like a tiny, minuscule inch on the map, and then the rest of it is just like a megalopolis of sub- suburbs. Um, but it was nice. Everything was downtown. We got to walk the, the what they call the Million Dollar Mile, you know, where the Chicago Tribune is on that. And uh, where they have all the like the Nike stores and all that, and we went to the to the museums. We went to the Field Museum. We went to the the art museum that you see in Ferris Bueller. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we went to the aquarium. They have the aquarium. It's all right there in the water. It's beautiful. Um, took the subway to Chinatown. There was amazing Chinese food. Any any Chinatown I've gone to, L.A. especially in the big cities, L.A., New York, San Francisco, oh, phenomenal, phenomenal Chinese food. Oh, the food. Okay. Subway, that was the only place. <laughs> okay, wait, okay. The Subway. I you were talking about the No, the not Subway restaurant. restaurant. I was all, why did you So the only time we had, the only time we got a little sketchy was when we rode the Subway, which they call the L there because it elevates. That's the only place I saw police. Oh. Uh, so you would, we would see police busting people as you walked into the Subway. Um, you would see police telling people, hey, you can't be here anymore, like, yeah, you know, a lot of black people. I hate to say it, a lot of black people. A lot of people are see, to me. It seemed like they had mental problems, but uh, I don't know. It seems like, unfortunately, like they have no place to go, so they just ride the subway. Hmm. Um, that was the first time, and in, in a lot of places, like I've been in. I mean, even in New York, I've been on the subway. I've never seen anybody beg for money on the subway, but in Chicago, oh. they're begging for money. But um, it was still Shit. nice. Come I mean, it wasn't house. too crazy. It wasn't too crazy. Uh, but that's the only place we saw police. We didn't see police anywhere else except for the subway. Hmm. Um, it's crazy there in Chicago, too, because it's like you drive, like we drove in there, and everywhere I looked, it says, don't drive in the city. I'm like, I don't give a shit. Don't um, drive in the city? Don't drive in the city because it's, oh, okay. it's just crazy. But they have like a whole set of highways underneath the city. Because I was trying to get to our hotel, and I went mm-hmm. down, and there was like a whole other fucking underground uh, oh, highway cool. system. Uh, so that was cool. And then uh, drove up to Michigan, went through Indiana, drove up to Michigan. My, he, he, my cousin basically moved. He moved to Traverse City, which is like at the top of Why? Michigan on the hand. Um, he got a job there. I mean, he, oh, okay. he was either there or Portland because he has friends that live there. A guy he grew up with, he went to high school with. He's been friends forever. One, he lived there. He, um, his wife's family was from there. And he, they, were, they both worked. They, they're all from Austin. And they worked for a mm-hmm. long time in Austin in the computer industry, and they not they don't have to work at home. I mean, they don't have to work in the office, so they like they bought a house up there. They pretty much their whole family lives up there now. So it was so either they there. Still work in Austin. They still work for companies that are based in Austin, but they live in Michigan. Oh, okay, okay. Um, it was either there or Portland, where his other friend worked. He works for a, he worked for a very big flooring company in Austin. He worked there for a very long time, and out of nowhere during COVID the bosses went crazy and pretty much the whole company quit 
So oh, he was shit. either going to go to Portland or Michigan, and he fell in love with. Me. He had been there a lot of times. He'd always send me pictures. It's Lake Michigan. It's this, it's this, it's crazy where he was at the lake where he's at. It's the same lake in Chicago where you where we oh, went yeah. in Chicago. It's all Lake Michigan. <clears throat> so beautiful. It's like to me, it's like it's one of those. It's kind of like uh, like on uh, what's, what's what's the movie with Bill Murray? Uh, Murray. What about Bob? It's like one of those little towns where it's a summer town. Like, that's where they get uh, all their yeah, business, yeah. you know? Because he was telling me, too, he goes, in the winter, he goes, there's nobody here. He goes, nice. we know these, we know, he goes to this little bar, and he goes, and they love us because we, we're the ones that still come here. We live here. We still come to this bar during the winter when there's nobody here. Interesting. Um, but it's beautiful. And it's on the, f- it's on the, f- I forget what parallel, the 49th parallel. It's just like the same as in France where they grow wine. So they grow all kinds of shit there. It's the cherry capital of, of Michigan. So everything's cherries. They make they have there's all these wineries, there's all these breweries. And the water. The water was amazing. Like fuck the to me, fuck the ocean. Like the the clear water there, it's like an ocean. So there's some places Does that there. Come from the mountains? <coughs> huh? Does that come from the mountains? What, the water? Yeah. No, it's a Lake Michigan. It's a huge it's like an ocean basically. No, but where's it feed from? The glaciers from a million years ago. Oh, okay, okay. There's rivers that feed out of the the, the the lake there's also a part there we didn't get to go there i forgot why but there's dunes like you if you did not know if you didn't know any better you would think you're in the ocean with the dunes but it's a lake that's how big the lake is oh, okay it's so big that where we were at it wasn't even like michigan lake proper it's like a bay from Mi- lake michigan, lake michigan. Okay. yeah it's traverse bay that's why it's called traverse city so it was real nice um, but uh, yeah, it was real nice. But they, were, you could tell, we were the only brown people there, except for maybe some Indians, because um, the because <laughs> the University <laughs> of Michigan is close to there. Yeah. So you could tell, like, there of course there's black people, and then and then some Indian people, and then us. Like when we met them at a brewery, and uh, it comes like, yeah, more brown people. Um, Mike, his wife. You know, she's like, you know, we're in Austin, Garcia. Like, they have to like, look, they have to look for ID. Yeah. You know, when you're paying your bill over here, they're like, oh, Garcia. Really? He's like Garcia. Like they were because the, we're the only Garcias here. So when I went to pay my tab, they're like Garcia. I'm like, no, Doria. <laughs> <laughs> I was just looking for an accent. <laughs> yeah, you could tell they're like they. Any like, name they, has an accent. They were very nice. Nobody was rude to us. Nobody was racist to us. But they could tell like they they like had to take. A, had to take double a take. look, double take at us. Um, but yeah, it was great. It was a great summer vacation. The girls had a ball. Spent way too much money, man, but it was worth it. We hadn't done anything in a long time. We hadn't done anything since we took them to Disneyland in Mexico. At least now they're old enough that they, they like remembered it. Oh, yeah. Mexico. Uh, so what else is going on, Drew? I can't... Um, Dinosaur Jr. was amazing. It was fair. <laughs> what? No, nah, it was it was cool, man. Like that. Uh, they're the band that, or they're one of the bands that they just sound amazing live. And sadly, it doesn't really translate on some of the records. They sound perfect. But, I mean, there was there's a few songs that they played, and I was like, ah, I don't really like that song, but that song sounded amazing. It's because it's loud, because you can feel it. Well, I know, but the bass too was just like everything. Like this, it sounded. Come on, let's pop, let's, let's like be punchy. let's be honest. You can barely hear the bass. <laughs> oh, I heard it. 
but I could feel like it was like there was like a physicality to the music, which I was like, yeah. But he, even in the documentary, Lou was like, we our whole career we'd had we've had to fight to play loud enough over uh, over Jay. Yeah, I mean it just it was it was awesome, and then everybody. Everybody was like dancing, and that girl tried to get me to dance. I was like, knock her face out. Yeah, it's not really dance music. Well, I mean, they were, it was just poppy, like pogo y. But you know what? No. It, you know what it is? It's Austin. Like, just like when we went to go see, when do we, who do we go see before I went, I left? I had a flight the next day. Who do we go see? Uh, uh, the Faint. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, there's always, it's just Austin. Like, people come dressed like they're going to a wedding to a concert. Oh. You know what I mean, and that's uh, to me. That's how people were there too. I'm like, it's like it's more of a social event to some people than I'm like, dude, these guys are gonna blow your ears off. Mm-hmm. I wasn't really paying up too much attention to anyone else, but you were paying attention to that guy who was that just would not stop <laughs> jumping, and I was like, man, I'm exhausted. And he kept screaming at him the whole night too. Murph, Murph, <laughs> Murph. Dude, he would, and he did that like eighteen times in a row in between. I'll give it to him. Yeah, he, just, he had a lot of energy the whole fucking the show. whole show. He was jumping. Like, give me some of what that guy's on. Yeah, and I was like, man, his calves must be amazing. <laughs> he was just hopping up and down in place. I don't know. It, it just made me think, like, who are these people? Who are these people? I, I but, mean, it, but I mean, Dinos, I mean, they, they picked a good band to go see. It did. I don't know. I'm, maybe I'm just talking stupid, but it just it did feel a little like y'all aren't from Austin. You're from somewhere else. I could see that. Some of the crowd. I was like, like the weirdos. Like yeah. you're like you're from the you're from the surrounding areas. Yeah, and then I was like, and then there was a lot of Mexicans here. Yeah. Remember, I was like, man, there's like some like stoner Mexicans here. Yeah. But it was good. It was it was the first was, like really good rock show I had seen in a very long time that was loud enough. There were, I mean, like it was loud. Like when you, I played the video on Instagram, like you could yeah. hear it perfect. That's how loud it was. There was, uh, <laughs> it had been a while since I felt like I was intimidating or threatening people. But there were definitely some white really? people that, like, when they turned around and they saw me standing so close to them, they were like, oh, and then they'd move over. Yeah, like, maybe like when, we... when we first got there, that guy had a t shirt. He had, a, he had the, po- the poster in his back pocket and he had a t shirt over his shoulder. Mm-hmm. And he hid them when he saw you, or what? Well, he he was there for like three songs, and then he finally turned around and double did a double take on me, and then he pulled the the poster out and put it on and held it on his other side, and same thing with the shirt. And I was like, "Bro, calm down. We don't wear the same size." He's like, "Honey, maybe we should have just stuck to Maroon Five this year." Hun, there's an element here that I'm uncomfortable with. This is ACL. It was supposed to be a safe environment. <laughs> How are they affording thirty five dollars tickets? Also, I don't know if they're testing the decibel range. (laughs) Those guys don't have earplugs. Jesus Christ! It was fucking loud. Um, let's see. What has happened? Um, I don't think it really has happened. I don't remember. Controversial. Um, I wanted to talk to you about because I know you don't. I mean, you don't really like the Foo Fighters, right? No. Just that first record, right? Just Everlong, right? <laughs> you like Everlong. That's all right. Um, I mean, they're, that's... But no, this is what I wanted to talk about. How long ago did that guy die? The drummer. Who? Oh, uh, maybe about two months ago? Was it two, only two months ago? A month and a half ago. 
I feel like, and I don't know, I just have a weird feeling like when they were talking about him dying, they were kind of making it sound like he d- really didn't want to be touring anymore. Oh. But he was touring because Dave Roll wanted to keep touring. I mean, obviously, and I don't even think they even said what he really died of. I told you that last time. I, what was it on? Oh, it was on you the showed me, right? Like, he looked fucked rock up. Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I was like, that dude looks like he's on something. Right. And I think part of it is it's because it's a machine. And Dave Grohl is like, it's a machine now. We can't stop it. But I feel like, I don't know. I feel like it's almost too much. What's too much? Like all these fucking concerts they're throwing for him. Like it's the what is it? Oh yeah, I didn't, I didn't watch any of them, but but I mean, like I'm like this. I'm like this is a lot of fucking people they've got playing. They have it's like fuck loads of people, and I'm pretty sure it's because they really liked him. I've always heard he was a really cool. Yeah. He was a really cool dude, but I almost feel like, and I hate to say it, I almost feel it's like Dave Grohl is the one that feels worse. Like he's trying to cover up for like. Maybe feeling like maybe if I wouldn't have pushed him to go on tour, he'd still be alive. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I don't know anything about them, but. It just doesn't but, feel uh, right. Mm, I, I don't I don't know what to say. <laughs> you know what I mean? It just doesn't feel right. It, it just. I know you probably haven't thought about it, but every time I see it, it just makes me feel weird. I, like, well, I saw that first one that they did, and I was like, oh, that's cool, because everyone was posting that video of his son playing the drums or whatever. But why are they having it so many times? But then I saw, I was like, there's another one? And, like, where's the money going? I don't know. And um, they're not playing for free. I mean, there's bands I like that, I mean, aren't necessarily dangerous sounding, but Foo Fighters just doesn't feel dangerous to me. It's just... Like playing benefits and bringing kids on stage. The first and, record, and I get it. Your dad. He, the first record that he recorded all by himself was good, and then the second record to me that was good. After yeah, that, it was like you can, anthems. You can never go back. What it is now, it just feels very kind of hokey and like. Mm, it feels like I it's don't. a machine now, and everybody wants them to play, so they play. Yeah, and it's. I don't know. I'm not really a fan of it. Um. Right, it's I, I can't I could not tell you when we worked at Borders. I think their third record came out. That was probably the last time I was like, "Oh, the new Foo Fighters record is out. Let me listen to it." That's probably the last time. That was like nineteen. That was like nineteen ninety nine. They were, and for me anyway, they were more tainted by the fact that I didn't like Nirvana. I never did. All right, let's talk about that. Why didn't you like Nirvana? This is gonna sound. This is gonna sound dumb, but. I was just that kid that was just, I didn't want the fucking Joe Publix to like the cool music I like. And I I didn't even really like Nirvana. I didn't think that was cool music. But But they were were close enough to be like, hey, 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 hey. That was the the gateway drug for a lot of people to come into the scene. Right. And I mean, I guess only those of us that were back then in that scene remember that. That it wasn't cool to have colored hair and... It wasn't cool to wear docks and wear weird T-shirts with weird artwork on it. And, I mean, I got picked on by the coaches at, in high school. I got talked shit to by cops on the street in downtown when I go, would walk to work. It wasn't cool. So, I mean, it, that was like Nirvana to me just represented everything that was wrong with that scene, changing so much and becoming so popular that all these other people that I was like, man, you were into this music two years ago. And, I mean, that's it sounds dumb, I know, because... Everybody gets into music a different way. 
And so Bleach was the first record I, which I never heard, and then of course, Nevermind came out when I was in eighth grade, and I liked it. I liked it because I thought the music was good. I didn't like it because I thought he was a cool dude. I wasn't. That, I didn't even care. Or the music. I didn't like I it only... because I thought, oh, finally somebody who is like me. I just liked it because I like the music. I still do. I mean, do I think it's the greatest record of all time? I um, no. I don't listen to it every day. Yeah. It's not like I don't listen to it like I listen to The Cure or or I listen to I Radiohead. Mean, I think it was. Just, I think it was also part of the. At that time, it changed everything. Whether people want to believe that or not, it changed. It was a. It yeah, was that's a, what I did. Culture like change. It. Yes, everybody got a little grunge. Everyone was like getting it's, grungy. It's like we. It's true. Like I said, when punk broke, now it's like, well, fuck y'all. You, you were never punk to begin with. Now all of a sudden y'all are punk, or now all of a sudden y'all are. Yeah. Alternative. Yeah, I mean, I feel that same way about. I felt that <clears throat> same way about Green Day. If I if I and but now if I think things through, I can be like, it's just not my kind of music, and it, it's cool right. that other people like it, whatever. But everything stems from that that initial feeling I had when they first came out, where I was like, Ew. popular culture is always going to catch up to what people know is good, like and even, it's always going to make you feel like fuck y'all. Yeah, I mean, it was just more, maybe like a little more. I felt too too religious about it, where I was like, you didn't put in the work or the time. Well, or I mean, you there's, so, there's always there's always people who are like all. And of I mean, the, even even me, us in the '90s, we were way beyond the the wave of punk because that happened in the '80s. Right, I mean, we were behind the times too. So it's just it just felt we liked what we liked. We didn't give a shit what anybody said. And I mean, but I mean, there was still stuff coming out in the '90s, early '90s, mid early to mid that was still like underground. That that's what I do miss that about like that was the underground. The underground scene was cool, and there was like an underground electronic scene, an underground rock scene, an underground college rock scene, an underground metal right, that scene that didn't need to be popular. Yeah, and a lot of a lot of people knew about it, or they would be like, "Hey, I would get cassette tapes from friends with shit on there." Right, head. it was like a community. It was nice to be around these yeah, people, and, and like, you're not, and and you don't have to like. And I wasn't finding it on the radio, and I wasn't right. finding it on definitely, the TV. Definitely. And, I mean, that's, I mean, I've said it before on here. We just end up sounding old, but I do miss that about it. Um, I miss rock music in general. Yeah, there's not really good rock music anymore. Well, I take that back. I did hear a few things recently. Like what? I heard the new, well, it wasn't the new. It's the last Torch album, and then I heard the last, the newest Off album, and I was like, man. This is some pretty gnarly stuff. Where do you think you're at now? Because we know we were having this discussion earlier. What do I think? What? What do you think? Where do you think we are right now as a culture and as society? Uh, maybe even like I guess I would say like artistically in our culture. Where do you think you are right now? Because we also had this discussion earlier in our book club chat. Like, why do they keep? Why, why do you? Why do we keep trying to remake things? Um. Like, are we like? Is it seriously tapped out of ideas? I couldn't think of a good reboot. Like everything, I was like, "Well, this was good." They're like, "Well, that wasn't really a reboot. That was like a prequel or a sequel." I was like, like, "You're right." That I mean, not music, but that that movie Pearl. I thought that was really different. X is on Showtime right now. I need to watch it. Um, Pearl was. I was like, "What is this?" Is it different from X? Completely. Yeah. Yeah. Is it a continuation of X? Yep. Okay. It's a diff- totally different, different style. Totally different style. Um, 
Um, dude, like I'm the monsters. Think of something that's like new, new. Like the, the Rod Zombie monsters came. It came out last night or mm-hmm. Friday night. So I told the girls, let's try to watch this. Dude, it was horrible. It was like uh, horrible. <laughs> I don't like Rob Zombie. Like really horrible. I'm like, who thinks this is I good? It was really kitschy, sticking to the old monsters vibe. It was like wink, wink. I was like, yeah. I was like, is that? So, I was like, is that Hugo from fucking Lost? It it was. I read a review that said the attention to detail, like in the set pieces and the clothing, is amazing. If you can get past the cheesiness of it, it's, it's all right. But, I mean, I, I didn't. Yes, I wasn't I, a big Monsters fan to begin with. I think we are. Yes, we're at a certain point where it's all it's style above substance now. Well, I'm cool with that. Like I mean, Avatar, it's, it's movies. Like we it's were talking about, radio. we were talking yeah. about Avatar too. Like, who the fuck remembers anything about Avatar other than the yeah, way it looked? It was fucking. <laughs> yeah, you went all the way over there to, say, to, to snap, slap some alien cheeks. My brother and my mom and I went to see it. It came out, man, it was well. It was after when my grandma died shortly after we had gone to was see it. Was it? Because I mean, yeah, I remember seeing it with Melba and we saw it in 3D. I was like, this looks pretty good. In, we saw it in 3D in Austin and we seriously walked out of that theater like, what the fuck? What was happened? the big deal about that? <laughs> and that was, that was one of those movies too where I've, I've complained about like the difference between old 3D and new 3D. Like that 3D was like, look at that leaf floating. Or look at the trees. Like it looks like you can touch them, and I'm like, no, I want old 3D where it was like, yeah, I don't want to touch him coming I, out at it's you. It's coming at me. Yeah, I wanted to, and like you were ducking and kind of moving, but yeah, that was. I just, I just wasn't. I remember the three of us walked out, and we were we were looking at each other like, what's the big deal about that movie? Like that was stupid. It's just the way it looked. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I'm a fan of Sigourney, of course. I like that dude. Sam. What has he been in? He was in Terminator. The new Terminators? One of the, like, Terminator 4, Genesis? I thought you were going to say, I like Johnny Rubishi. (laughs) A Scientologist? No. Dude, the guy who plays the crazy general. Oh, yeah. Oh, he's good, too. He played, he was in Tombstone. He was in Tombstone. He played that, uh. That guy, that bumbling guy, that one with the big old mustache, the one Ike. That's him. Ike Turner. That's him. Isn't that crazy? Wow. That's him. Okay, now that you say that, I can, yeah, I can see it. But I, it's I just his never... face is pretty much all covered, and they make him, they made him look really short. And they made him look. Well, I mean, Ike Clanton. He played Ike Clanton. He didn't have silver hair. What's his name? Really? Okay. If only there was a way to look up these people's names. He was in um, that movie with, where he's blind and they break into his house. Uh, I don't see that movie. Stay, stay quiet. Or... Don't speak or something. Oh yeah, dude! When that did that one came out? That came and went. No, it was great. They made a sequel. <laughs> With the same guy? Yeah. You just oh well, you obviously didn't. I've never. It. I, didn't I, see I remember seeing. I remember seeing the pre the preview. You didn't see what the ending was. No. I was trying to spell tombstone as a tomato. Uh, I Clanton. Oh, you looked that up? I'm going to get a beer. His name is Stephen Lang. Stephen Lang. That's right. Pause. All right, we're back. Um, yeah, Stephen Lang. Yeah. Let's see what else he's been in. Um, oh, they got that new interview with the Vampire TV show out, too. I don't know if I want to see that. 
I didn't, uh, I didn't really care for the first one either. I mean, it was for its time. It was like the event of the time. I mean, it's. Often. I just don't like Tom Cruise. There's only a few movies <clears throat> I like with, that can that can stomach Tom Cruise. Um, and one of them happens to be Eyes Wide Shut. Fidelio. And the one he was, the one where he was funny in Tropic Thunder. Oh, I do like uh, Magnolia. I don't like Magnolia. I thought it was pretentious as like fuck. I'm oh, just kidding. Trying to see what else this guy's been in. Steve, um, Every time I go down what is that IMDb, I'm like, how? Why, why do I have to scroll through so much? I'm like, oh, it's because it's 2015 and this guy's been acting since 1970. Oh, really? No, I'm just saying in general. Uh, everyone don't I Breathe. That's what he was in. Don't Breathe. He was in the Outer Limits TV series. Wasn't he in um, the Alligator movie? What Alligator movie? With uh, uh, Betty White and... Uh, no, no, no. Oh, he was in VFW. That's right. What's that Alligator movie? Uh, Lake Placid? No, it was recent. Um, uh, oh, yeah, he was in The Bronx is Burning. What? Is he was that? in Psych. Oh, really? Do you remember him? Mr. Salamanchia? Nope. He was in Avatar The Game. <laughs> What's that? Uh, what is that alligator movie? He was in the new... Uh, Bitten or... or? What year did it come out? Like recently? Like a, in the last five years. Prey, is that what it, No, it wasn't Prey. Let's see. Google. Is it called Crawl? Is it? Is That's it for 2019. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He wasn't in there? I, I don't it, know. I thought it was a dad. It's 2019. Yeah, Crawl. Crawl was pretty good. Oh, Barry Pepper was the dad. Oh, Barry Pepper. That's a very specific um, <laughs> guy. I haven't seen him this in girl, any This girl I knew, I knew she, or I still know her, but <laughs> one time she was like, Mm, Barry Pepper, someone that I used. To I was know. Like, who's Barry Pepper? And she showed me a picture. I was like, oh, I know who that is. And she's like, she named every movie he was in. She's like, he's he's just so hot. There's always somebody you know who's like that, right? Like I remember, <laughs> I remember when I worked at USAA, there was this girl. Her whole life, her whole life, was devoted to Tears for Fears. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she had pictures yeah, on her desk where she stalked them at concerts and had got pictures with them in concerts. She had pictures of her with them and like all the concerts she saw them at. I remember when I was at um, like I love Tears for Fears, but never would I be like, yeah, my life is devoted to Tears for Fears. When I was at Blockbuster Music, there was a girl there and she loved Nuno Betancourt. <laughs> the guy from Extreme. Yeah, and she was always like, like I could see, be. See? There's always somebody like that. I could be like scrolling through a magazine or something in front of her because we sold magazines there. And she was like, hold, hold on, was that Nuno? Well, <laughs> sit down. I was like, you better get, well, you better get in this while you can because Nuno's going to be gone. I was trying to look up this guy's name. So I went, oh, when I worked at IMAX, there was this lady there. She was into Adrian Paul. Adrian who, Paul? He's the star of the Highlander TV series. <laughs> <laughs> and she loved him so much. Oh, my God. That she bought a $400 replica Highlander sword. <laughs> Which had what to do with him? Was, I don't know. It was it was a replica of the sword he used in the TV show. And this was what year? So he probably that that this was, was like unheard of. Five or ninety six? Yeah, that was unheard of. So ninety five, ninety five. 
Bro, the other day, so there's this guy at work. Nuno Bittencourt. There's this guy at work. Nuno. He used to work with us at Lucent. Or he worked with me at Lucent. Who? His name is Joe. And, um, Did I know him or he was gone before I got there? He worked He worked for the uh, Bell side in San Antonio. I don't know if you worked there. Remember Ernie? Yeah. Marcos was like, hey, bird. <laughs> hey, bird. Well, um, he, he kept, like, I, he, he was sitting in front of me, and I could hear him talking, and I was like, man, I know that guy. I know his voice. <laughs> I know him from somewhere. Like around town? Yeah, and I was like, I, I have... And I was like, I know I've had a conversation with him. And he acted like he had no idea who you were. No, he or like he acted like he'd never met you until you started working there. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, he didn't remember me. Okay. I mean, I didn't remember him. Obviously, I was trying. I was like, man, I know I know this guy from somewhere. But in those situations, so, one, one of them, one of the persons always know the other person. Who they so are. I was They're like, pretending they don't know. One time I was like, hey, man, I was like, do, do I know you from somewhere? And he was like, man, he's like, I saw your name and your face. And I was like, I know I know this guy from somewhere. And I was like, where'd you work before this? He's like, I worked here for 20 years. And I was like, did you work at Lucent? He was, he, dude, his face was like, wait, wait, I'm where was this at? At work right now. Oh, I thought you'd been at Lucent. No, no, no. I work right now. And he, he was like, I've been here for 20 years, bro. And I'm, then in my head, I was like, it has to it be. It has to be because that was, that was almost 20 years ago. So I was like, did you work for Lucent? And his face changed. And he was like, oh, oh my, my God. God. He's like, I remember you. He goes, but I don't remember your name as Drew. And I was like, it was the machine. He goes, yes, it was the machine. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, who'd you work for? And I was like, Herbie. He's like, yes, I remember Herbie. And I was like, you worked for the Bell side, right? And he's like, yes. And I remember I worked for Oh, so he worked for the, oh. Yeah, man, it was crazy. All those guys are dead. Herbie's dead. He was, he's a little bit, old, a few, only a few years older than us. Oh, well, yeah, all those guys are dead. Well, except for what was the guy that was there for like thirty years and the skinny guy what was his name? That in San Antonio. I know I can't was remember. Was it Herschel? Bert? No, not Herschel. The guy that trained you. The he guy wore that glasses. Me. They called him Hank Green. Hank Green for a hunk of cheese. They used to say he looked like that dude. The wagon wheel. It's a wagon wheel. <laughs> <laughs> no, that old man. Yes. Everybody hated him. He trained me. I don't remember that. Oh, Wenzel. Wenzel. Oh no. But there was another guy that was, he stayed there. Stinky Pete? No, no, no. He stayed there during the day. And he, he was in I charge never worked of the, during the he day. He was in charge of the tools. I didn't work during the day. Oh, I cannot remember his name. And I mean, he, he didn't, he rarely talked to me. And then one day he came in early and we were there. And he's just, just shooting the shit. And he just started talking all crazy to me. Like, man, you better get in there and fuck that bitch and blah, blah, blah. And I was all, what? What? <laughs> I was like, why are you talking like this? And they were like, that's the way he talks, man. I was like, oh, okay. Did not know that. I'm trying to remember who is there. Who was that little guy that would always disappear? The guy who was, what was his Ruben. name? Ruben. It was Ruben and uh, Rick. Eterno. Rick. Me and Artie. <laughs> heard that one time we went, he made us. Were you there? With, did you go with us? We went to Cattleman Square. Yeah. And that lady, wanted to, that lady would not leave me alone because she wanted uh-huh. to dance. He just walked over there. It was, a like full, amigo, amigo. it was a full-on concert. He just walked behind the stage and just picked up a mic and started remember singing. remember that guy, Artie, was singing. He's like, Big Rick is in the house. <laughs> and I was just I was already drunk, and I was just hanging out on the dance floor. And I like, always remember him because he sounded just like my uncle. like my mom's uncle, and he sounded like my <laughs> Uncle Hector. Like they, have that, they, had, they were very light-skinned. And they had very deep voices. He looked like, remember everybody said he looked like Mexican uh, Patrick Swayze. 
You remember? <laughs> Why ne- how come we never called him the Dirty Dancer then? <laughs> I just remember one time, like, he and I had some, like, when it was just me and him, we would have some, like, crazy deep conversation. But one time I was talking to him, and he, he was telling me something, and I was like, hey, dude, why do you make sound effects for everything? And he's like, what do you mean? And I was like, anything you're talking about, you make sound effects. Like, you're like, I went over there, and I was like, sass. <laughs> so we're, we're sitting, like, he didn't know what I was talking about, so I was like, man, just forget it, man. Just it's whatever. So we're just sitting there, and he's looking out the window, and there's like a tower in the distance with a light flashing. And he's like, hey, Drew, look at that, look at that tower out there. And I'm like, what about it? You see that light on it? It's like, pass. <laughs> pass. <laughs> you're like, you see, you're doing it right and now. And I was like, that's what I'm talking about. He's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> and I was like, you make sound like, effects. You don't have to make a sound effect for me to know what you're talking Although about. Although the light's flashing, and you're giving it a sound effect. Like, how do you know it makes that sound? <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. That was probably the best job I've ever had. <laughs> that was the most fun job I've ever had. That was the only job I've slept on the job. Dude. <laughs> oh, my God. I remember. <laughs> were you there that one night? We were in the government room. The government room? On the fourth floor. On San Antonio? Downtown? Yeah. Like government as in it's the telephone, like it's the switch the government, for, the, for yeah. San Antonio? Yeah. No. We we worked a job there. And I remember we left and we went to the lab and we got trashed. And then we went to lunch. Oh, what we did is we knocked out the job quick, like before we left. Just so you done, be done with yeah, it. Yeah, we were like, let's fucking knock out this job so we don't have to do anything else the rest of the night. So we knocked it out, went to go drink at the lab, got drunk, went to lunch, and then came back. And all of us were like, gone, dude. So I remember they, the government room had cameras five feet from the floor, six, every, uh, six feet apart, all the way around the room. <laughs> So wherever you oh, were, oh, I know which one you're talking about. It had like a cage around it. Yeah. So everywhere you were in that room, it was, was like a, a big ass room in that tiny little cage. Yes, I yeah, remember that. There was, but everywhere you were in in that room, there was a camera on you. Yeah. Well, I was like, I leaned up against the wall and I ended up <laughs> sitting down on my ass. Somebody crawled up in the in the cable racks and fell asleep, and I just sat down on my ass and crashed out, and I ended up laying down and rolling around the floor. <laughs> <laughs> camera and then uh like at 7 30 you know we we're supposed to be out of there by 6 45 so at 7 30 <laughs> somebody came in and they were like dude that was it was somebody from upstairs on our team on our i worked with us and they were like dude y'all are fucking passed out like you need to get the fuck out of here it's already after seven <laughs> we were like what so we jumped up and like threw everything on put everything away took it back upstairs went home the next day i came in you remember bill the at&t guy that worked there no, the he's an old white dude. He's short. They always always talk perverted. They're all old white dudes. Uh, when he, I mean, he's the one that was always there. He was the on site. And I walked in. And he was walking in at the same time. And he's like, "Hey, Drew." And I was like, "Hey, what's up, Bill?" <laughs> and he's like, "So, did you have a good night last night?" And I was like, "What?" Yeah, I guess. And he's like, "Well, come, uh, he's like, when you when you go upstairs, you know, do whatever you need to do, and then come up, come down and see me in my office." So I'm like, "All right." So I went up there, and Bill was cool with us. <laughs> Bill, you remember Bill had the desk with all the old seventies Playboys? <laughs> Vaguely. Okay, well, I, I went back down to his office. I remember going in there probably when he wasn't there, and like with Rick being like, "Look at oh, the Playboys." Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Well, I went in there and he was in his office. Oh, and, yes, I remember that. It was like on the floor, like on the main floor where all the switches were at, right? Yeah. yeah I and he that. was like, I went in there. I was like, what's up, Bill? And he's like, hey, man. He's like, you were in the, um, the government room last <laughs> night, right? And I was like, yeah. I said, we, we knocked out the job early and stuff. And he was like, okay. Yeah, he's yeah. like, let me show you something. He, pushed, he just pushed this VHS tape in and the, the camera starts in and it's just me sitting on the floor like crashed out. And in my head, I'm like, what time oh, was it? Shit. Huh? What time was it? It didn't even show. It was like four in the morning. <laughs> We're almost off anyways. So um, he's, I'm just seeing myself like kind of moving and he's like, I'm going to fast forward this. And he fast forwards it and you see me <laughs> just fall down and roll around. You see somebody's leg come from, come down from the top. <laughs> Oh, and I was like, oh, shit. And he's like, I'm going to go ahead and erase this tape. And I, was I remember, like, please, I remember please you do. telling me this. I remember. Now, now I remember. Yeah. Fuck. Bill was, a, you remember Bill, when we go smoke cigarettes outside, Bill would come out. And that one time he came out and he had bird shit all over him. And we were like, what do you have bird shit all over you? And he's like, he's like God damn the it. birds up there shit on me. And I was like, why are you still wearing that shirt? Oh, yes, now I remember him. Now I remember him. He had like salt and pepper hair. It was kind of messy. Yes, now I remember him. Yeah. That Bill. That guy's probably dead. Damn. Good times. Did you see uh, where that, I guess he's a congressman. He's trying to put in a bill to make sure the Spurs don't leave. No. Because he said there's no guarantee. I guess there's a new part owner, and they're scared they're gonna move them. Well, I think that's kind of that's kind of run its course. It's a rebuilding. I don't know, man. It's not. It's a rebuilding year. Just rebuilding years. We've been rebuilding for a while, though. That's one thing. I mean, I love this verse. I love this verse, but that's one thing that makes me jealous. Going even in St. Louis, which is smaller than San Antonio. They have the fucking Cardinals there. They have the St. Louis Blues. Mm-hmm. They don't have a basketball team, but they have a major league, one of the oldest major league baseball teams. They have the more industry up there than we do, though. Well, that's part of the Rust Belt up there. Well, I mean, maybe. I don't know if that's really Rust Belt, but. Yes, they they were. We don't, they were on the railroad. We yeah. don't really have industry down here. We have tourism and retail, which is not. But big I mean, money. Th- the difference is, is they were on the railroad. Well, they have more money. For a long time, yes, they, they have more money because they were on the railroad. You had to go through there when right. you're going to the west. I mean, there's a few big name companies down here, like right. AT&T, and there used to be Kelly. And uh, well, it's because we're an afterthought to people. Yeah, you're right. Like, we're, oh, it's San Antonio. We're more based in retail and tourism. That doesn't pay well. That's normally minimum wage. Yeah, we're allowing so those people uh, that are working there really can't afford to be have or really don't have a lot of disposable income. We're allowing all these companies to build mass tracts of housing all on the north of 1604. And what do all those people do? Downtown. What do all these people do? That's uh, let's t- let's talk about that for a second. You're building you're building a, a basically a suburban metropolis. There's no but, culture. There's but no let's museums. talk about let's talk about like what's happening with the strip. Um, oh yeah, I want to talk to you about that. Like all these people that move here and. For the most part, they seem to be not from Texas or not from San Antonio. They moved down to the Strip, and they're complaining about 
the noise and the people parking there and the trash and the drunks. Yeah, and, well, why did you move here then? And it's, I mean, for those of us that have been here forever, we know what that is. We know what the strip was and what it's always been. Right. You think it's got gotten rowdier? Yeah. I mean, it, it did go. So, I mean, when I was a kid, they used to shut down the strip for MTV. Pauly Shore came down here. Yeah. Um, then specifically parents that were that had kids that went to Edison with my brother, they formed like a coalition or something because they lived right off of St. Mary's to, to get the noise ordinance created. They're the ones that did that because I remember hearing about it from them. And my, they would tell my mom stuff, like uh, that what they were doing. So they're the ones that did it. So the strip died down for years because you remember the strip was kind of like dead. Um, I mean, why Rabbit was there for a long time. No, like before that. Well, I mean, you remember the strip used to be all the way down to 281. Right. There was tons of stuff down there to go and do and walk to. That all that all dried up. That pink building where like... Because they started building TBA very expensive and, houses. And slackers there. is that. That was just vacant for years. There was a floral shop. Yeah, down there there was that... There was the that, surfboard uh, shop closed. There was a music store. Blue Moon was down was there. It was called Crazy Cats. Yeah. Blue Moon, the club, the club. Oh yeah, that store. was like ghost town down there. Yeah, then it just all dried up. It turned ghost town, and then it started coming back. They started turning into clubs to what it is now, and yeah, a lot of people that are upset about it are like it's from the outside looking. I don't know every single person, but it just seems to be people that are not from San Antonio or not from Texas. But I mean, what um, would what would they put there in in its place? I mean, in what's place? Like if so, what the, what are they talking about now? They're talking about like that they're you have to have a permit. Away, yeah, that only people that live there can park there. Past what time? Ten o'clock. Yeah, and that's going to kill all the businesses. Then yeah, that's what the whole thing is about. That all these businesses that are there, and then they like, had that meeting, and it was in the fucking parking lot. Yeah, they're having another one though. It's sad because I think that one got out of hand. Oh yeah, it was on it was on film because that guy there who had just made that lady cry. Shows up, <laughs> you know what I mean? They already made shirts yeah, of that so guy, and then they had one guy behind him looked like he was his bodyguard. It was like, who the fuck are you? I mean, look, I understand if if you live around there, yeah, you don't want to listen to bands See, all night long. But then at the same time, it's like, well, then why why have this business? Why did you this, move on the street that right. a bar is on? Or, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's been here for a very long time. You know this happens. It happens every weekend. Sometimes it happens during the fucking week. Yeah. I mean, it's... But I think partly that's part of the city's problem, too. That's par- partly the city's fault. They that, allow it. That f- It feels... <laughs> I did see some clips of that, that meeting in the parking lot, and it felt... Very much like a clear-cut line between old San Antonio, like ten, people that have logged 10 years or more here, and then the new San Antonio, because, you know, old San Antonios will call shit out and talk shit to your face. Right, like, what the, what the, what the, like, what the fuck? That's what, it, that's what it looked like on film. It looked like the old San Antonios are like, who the fuck are you? Yeah, and like that Bravo guy, is he even from San Antonio? I don't know, but it just it just looked very... Very much like a either a changing of the guard, but it or also a goes clash to show you, like, like, like you know, old and new. If you're not going to get involved with what's going around you, you can't really complain when people do whatever the fuck they want. Like Mario Bravo, like who the fuck is this guy? I mean, I don't personally. It doesn't matter if they whatever they do. 
I don't care. Yeah, we're at age already. Like, I don't need it to be there. But for younger kids, I mean, where are they going to go? Mm. I mean, yeah, I'm not. I mean, I still go to shows at Paper Tiger. But When was the last show we went there? I went. Well, there. You went oh, we when went to I see nothing in them. Yeah, but you went to a show when I left to for a vacation. You went to that oh, I went show to go from see Mexico Rituals. City, right? Yeah, I went to go see Rituals and Contraboy. Was it nothing? It wasn't one. No, it was uh, Idols. Is the last last concert I saw there with you? Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, and then I mean, I already have tickets for shows there coming up. So, but Thursday it's going to be where? What? Revolting Cox. Yep. At Sam's Burger Joint, though, right? Yep. I don't think I've ever seen a show there. Um, I saw uh, Boy Harsher there. My I've dad was, I told you my dad complained that he had to stand on the concrete. He went to go see Del Castillo, and he was mad because oh. his feet hurt by the time of the end of the show. I mean, you're going to end up standing anyway unless you buy a table. Yeah, and he said, then you have to, and then if, like, what are the tables? They're like, how much? 150, I think. What? I think they said six. I'm not positive, but. I mean, we saw Boy Harsher there, which was packed, and we were just outside the the garage door. I don't think I've ever been in there. I mean, I've been to Sam's Burger Joint, I've eaten there, but I don't think I've, I've seen, ever been in that concert there. I've seen Red Elvis's there. Red Elvis's. Um, Reverend Peyton and his big damn band. Uh, but they've they've been getting they got Fred two four two there, Knights Red. I wonder why they're going there. I guess it's easier. <sighs> I mean, where do you park there now? You have to you park, park under, under the, the highway bridge. Um, you pay. I think it's like you got to pay now. It's a dollar seventy-five. Is it? Yeah, I, pay, I went there to see Boy Harsher. You just pay with your credit card, and but they had good sound. Like it's not. I saw. I saw shows at Sam's back in the day before they remodeled that building uh-huh. in the back. Where it was just like a shithole restroom. <laughs> I don't know if you remember that. That <laughs> shithole restroom. Uh-uh. And like just a wooden bar in the back. And everything was painted green. I remember that. What? And then I, I hadn't been there for years. And somebody, I don't remember who it was. Some <laughs> band was playing. And they were like, they're playing Sam's. And I was like, that shithole warehouse in the back. And I went and I was like, wow. This place is totally different. It looks nice now. Have I been in there? It's got like concert posters all along the wall, like. Um, no, I, I just remember. I just I remember being outside and seeing it, but I've never been in there. Oh yeah, it's nice. It's nice now. It's nice. Um, I'm trying to think. I don't know, man. I'm trying to think of what I'm looking forward to. Da, da. I'm gonna see peaches. Dude, sweet. It's going to be fucking amazing. Um, and the whole city, let's just put it down right now. The whole city of San Antonio has me to thank for it. What? For letting everybody know? Oh, Peaches? Oh, that's right. I saw that. <laughs> yeah. She looks old now, man. Yeah. I keep forgetting, like, she came out, like, in the late 90s, right? Um, maybe, like, 2000s. Early 2000s. Yeah, because I remember that first album was out when we were going to... Uh, it's just so weird that the PJs. early 2000s seems so fucking long ago. <laughs> to me, the early 2000s might as well have been the late 90s. Well, I, remember, I remember we were going to remember we were going to PJs. Oh, you went with us one time. Pussy James. <sighs> yes. 
That's I remember they were playing pe- peaches there a lot. You picked me up after my honeymoon, <laughs> and we went to see this. We went to see what is that band that's from here with the three girls? Oh, Girl in a Coma. We saw Girl in a Coma there. I didn't. I didn't want to go. Well, I mean, I just wanted to hang out with me and Unity. Right, but, but you didn't Unity, know they were playing or what? No, Unity was going because the singer from Girl in a Coma was her student at Jeff. Many moons ago, yeah. or at that, that current at that current time, at that time, and I was like, "We're gonna go see like a high school band," and she's like, "They're supposed to be good." I remember she was, I don't care who hears this, but I remember when she told me about him. Was she sixteen year old when we saw them? Probably she was underage. I remember How that. How old was I? Um, oh, I was twenty eight years old. I remember. Um, I, I was like, who's the like who's this band? And she was like, this girl, like she's in my class. <laughs> she was like the first day of school, you know, she kept she kept falling asleep on her de- on her with her, you know, with her head down. Right. And I kept having to wake her up. And she goes, and I made I made the whole class write a paragraph about themselves. And her paragraph was, uh, you'll have to uh, uh you'll have to excuse me if you see me falling asleep because I'm a rock star. And Unity told me she was like, and I was like, fuck this bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Which you know Unity's not like that. But I was like, all right, and why are we gonna go see her then? <laughs> and then I was like oh. I mean they were alright. Well, I mean I ended up seeing a bunch of people I knew there, which I was like, Oh, this is cool. Get to see people. I remember more the band that played before them and it was a girl and a guy. The guy was playing guitar and the girl was playing keyboards. That's and so I remember different. saying, like, where would you buy a costume like that? I don't she remember. was wearing something really crazy. I just remember I bought Unity. I was like, oh, I like that one song that they did, that Girl in a Coma did. I remember that show. I just remember them playing, please, 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 let me get what I want. Wow, I don't remember that. But I remember they were selling a CD at the front that Dude, was like a handmade. You bought it? Burned CD. No, Unity bought it for me. That's not what I remember. How much was it? Like $2. Maybe like $10. Ten dollars, and it had the, the artwork that had similar style artwork to what they had on their first album. You still have it? It's probably worth. I still have it. It's probably worth the mint. And I was like, I should sell this to one of those stupid. I'm fans. sure there's like 16 year old girls right now who are like hardcore. There's this guy, girl in a coma. I don't know how I know of him. His name is Abraham with an N at the end. All right, I really don't like him. And he's out of he's out of. I think I saw my somehow I came across him during the MySpace days. Now that I think about it. He's out of Houston. Abraham? Yeah. How annoying is that? Okay, keep he's, going. Well, he's this Hispanic dude out of Houston. And I, I'm remembering now, it was back in the MySpace days, like when people were in groups mm-hmm. on MySpace or whatever. And he was just a, ma- a massive Morrissey fan. Uh-huh. Not Morrissey and the Smiths. The only reason I bring him up is because later on I saw like a girl in a coma fan group. Oh, my God. And I was like, was who's in, in this fucking fan group? He ran it. <laughs> And then I saw. They got what I like to call San Antonio famous, well, which is not very famous. I remember he. I was like, "This is that dude from MySpace," and I clicked on his Facebook at the time, and he had all this stuff about. Girl I'm bringing girl in a coma to Houston, and they're going to play Houston and Houston this and blah blah blah. And I was like, Ugh. "Like, what does that involve? I'm bringing them. Like, do you have clubs? You just go and did bug they just people? drive down there? Like, you just bug people to please play, let this band play, and give them some money. I bet you I can find them." I couldn't. Um, I couldn't. I couldn't tell you a girl in a coma song though. Um, and then, and then they, and then they, then she went off on her own, right? And her sister and right. the other girl started a band called Faya. 
yeah. which I have to say is a great name. Oh, and then, oh, now that I think about it, I had friends that worked at Whole Foods, and they told me that one of, one of the other two, I don't know which one, I, I want to say it was the bass player. One of them was her sister, right? Yeah, the drummer was her sister. But okay. One of the other ones got busted shoplifting vegan food at Whole Foods, and when they busted her, she said, I shouldn't have to pay for anything because I'm a rock star. That <laughs> was all, fuck all three of those girls. Yeah, again, San Antonio famous is a very different type of famous. This is Abraham. I can't believe I found him. It looks like <laughs> Lee. Ah, uh, Lee. Dang he looks Lee. like a guy that is um, still a paying member of the uh, Digital Underground fan club. Oof. Morrissey really looks happy to be with him there. <laughs> he looks right about uh, ready to call the call the authorities. Ah, uh, Moz. He, the other guy's not even smiling. I don't know. He's not even smiling, Nick. Like, if that's your, oh, I don't know. You don't smile weird. next to Marcy. Weird. Also, this girl kind of likes me. She kind of looks familiar. Oh, she doesn't live here. Has she seen you? <laughs> Thanks, Mark. I'm just asking. Yes. If she doesn't live here, like, how did you see her? How did she She's see you? She's a friend you? of a friend. That's so what she's seen here. Oh, yeah, we've gone out. Ooh. 